seven Tim, minutes. I am doing the announcement now. <laughs> Welcome all to take two of episode <laughs> 91 of SETI BIMCO. The it's 51st on. episode since I joined. And I don't even care that those are the right numbers because this is take two. Folks, 91. at home, 91. We have been recording for 49 Jeez, minutes. We already recorded our entire episode <laughs> about this movie, Layer the White Worm. And Tim, understand I'm doing finger quotes here, <laughs> forgot to hit record. It's Seti Bimco Part 2, The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. It's Seti Bimco Part 2, The Revenge. <laughs> where we watch movies. Yes. We make up revenge sequels. And we pick yes. a wild card question. Choice. And we already picked the wild card because we did it last time. And for those of you who know, no sound effects this time. No reaching into various uni- <laughs> like you, things with bedpans and whatnot. Most likely to write a memoir. That's right. A complete memoir about getting a flat tire in Fook, Arkansas. Which of the characters from this movie, yes. again, 1988's Lair of the White Worm by Ken Russell, are, yeah. is going to be most likely We make to it do up that. on the spot. And then after that, we're going to spin our own individual revenge sequels, revenge theme sequels to this. Mm-hmm. The bad news is um, Tim and I will often try to see if there is any uh, lighthearted revenge news stories in the world. There wasn't because revenge is normally dark and sordid. So nothing lighthearted happened. We were talking well, about Great British Bake Off. You don't have to well, keep saying that. No, but I'm just letting them know. People, you want to know our hot takes. You've heard us talk about this before. (laughs) It was good stuff. I'm not going to repeat it, though. I had a pretty (laughs) fucking hot take on the winner. Yeah. Tell us. I tell you, I was was rooting for the muscular lad. And the joke is, all three of the final contestants this year, guys, muscular lads. Muscular. Muscular in the head. Well, there was the one guy... Who had like this is true story, folks. If you haven't watched it, first off, if you're not watching British Bake Off, I'm sorry. I just actually had this conversation with my mom. She's like, I hate cooking and all it stands for. And I'm like, Ma, what, this what is a good for? show. My mom, oh my God, wait, side story. <laughs> Tim. What does I was my mom's last night? My mom, my mom is a wonderful woman. She was a great mom. Mm-hmm. One of the worst cooks I've ever experienced. <laughs> so, she just it's not even that she's a bad just, cook. She just doesn't put any effort into it at all. So I, I should have realized. She's like, "What time are you coming up tomorrow, hon? I'll I'll cook some chicken." I'm like, "Oh, cool. Maybe mom's trying around doing some cooking." Tim, get out there. There's these little chicken balls, about a little bit smaller than like a I don't know, little balls well, of chicken, little well, fried she made balls chicken of chicken balls. Oh, she cooked them in an air fryer. They were frozen. They were pre-prepared. Okay. Uh, reconstituted <laughs> mashed potatoes, and what I'm pretty sure is frozen cream spinach. <laughs> And the mashed potatoes, I actually, this was my, I'm sitting like, say, Ma, did you make these mashed potatoes from scratch? Knowing that's unusual for my mom. And she looks at me, she's like, what do you think? And my brother laughs, laughs at me, just like points at me because they're such, but I'm like, Ma, there's lumps in it. It seems like real mashed potatoes. She's like, that's a special mix you put in. So I'm like eating this, I'm like, what are these lumps? Why are there lumps in these oh, no. reconstituted mashed potatoes? Yeah. It was, I, and I mean, Mom, if you listen to this, I love you dearly. But like this was, this was sub airline food. Plus, she like gave you just, spinach. That's the the favorite food of most George O'Connor's hated nemesis Popeye. <laughs> I know. I said, "How dare you!" And I. But here's the thing, Tim. I ate it, and my bicep swelled up to four times. And my, you know, that tattoo I have of a battleship on my bicep. 
The gun's fired? It actually, yeah, it actually it <laughs> fired a gun and blew up the side of my mom's house. It was amazing. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's all that's nutshell. to say, in the British Bake Off, I was rooting for the muscular lad. Okay. Which, again, was all three of them. Man. Mar- Marcy on the, the, I'll give a shout out to the movie mixtape. She had a crush, uh-huh. on, crush on him, so I know she's happy. On one of the muscular lads. On the tattooed Williamsburg guy. Hip, they, she called him hipster guy. Mm. Is he a hipster? I mean, he was young and had tattoos. <laughs> the three muscular lads, for those who didn't watch the show, there was the guy who, had, in a rugby injury, had to have metal mesh replace part of his skull. Mm-hmm. And then there was the muscular lad with tattoos, who I guess is the one Marcy from Mixtape liked. And then there was the one, I already used this joke before, but Tim wasn't recording it. I called him off-brand Harvey Dent because he looked like the guy who plays Harvey Dent in Batman <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. And all, that's it. That's all we got. That's you know all we what? got. End of the show. End, end of the entire show. Our shows go long. Why don't we just talk about the movie? All right, let's talk about the movie. This is a movie, Layer of the White Worm, 1988, a UK and US co-production directed by Ken Russell. It's a movie I have... I would say watch five times. What? Whoa. I've seen it once. But I've not seen it since like high school. This was a movie that was a big hit with me and my friends back in the day. And I was kind of like, I remember there being a lot, like a a fair bit of nudity in it. I'm like, I wonder why I like this movie. It's probably the nudity. There was a lot more than just a fair bit of nudity. This movie was funny. (laughs) Um, It stars... Well, I mean, lots of nudity, lots of shocking nudity, stuff you don't yeah. expect to see. Lots yeah. of shocking, just like just like a lot of well, scenes t- that I'm just like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Attained by today's just, standards. It was, but like, just picture like little high school George, like little, <laughs> yes. like, a bunch no, of I'm little nerds, me and all my little nerdy friends, little boys and girls in a room, we're all like, we're very curious about sex, but so scared. And we're all watching this, and then like these things are happening, we're like, hee 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 This was very titillating. <laughs> wow. Starring a young Hugh Grant playing a foppish upper class British guy, as Hugh Grant is doomed to play forever. James Dampton. James Dampton, which I'm going to, that reminds me of something else I have to talk about. A young Peter Capaldi, pre doctor phase, playing Mm -hmm. what I can only assume is an offensive Scottish stereotype named (laughs) Angus Flint. (laughs) Doesn't that sound like somebody who would fight Scrooge McDuck? Yes. Uh, oh, that is because he isn't his arch enemy Angus Flintart. That I don't know. I think so. Uh, let's see. There is uh, Amanda Donahue who was in stuff. She was you in know, L- her. L.A. Law. L.A. Law uh, as a very naked person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is based on. I said this before, I think, but I don't remember if it was when we were recording. It's based on a Bram Stoker novel. He didn't even uh, finish. The, I, I read. I, Oh, really? I didn't catch that. I know he wrote it. It it was published or was written a year before he died. Um, And it is apparently regarded as one of the worst novels ever written. Yeah, he was. Um, They found like a a recording of him uh, reading it with piano playing and drums. And but they're finally able to isolate his voice. Yeah. Get get this last novel from Bram Stoker. And in the 90s, George Harrison wrote a gloss (laughs) on. He's like, this is crap. Throw it to me. Wait, well, it was George Harrison Scottish now. <laughs> he is. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Capaldi, once we're talking about the Beatles, I don't know if you did this research. Do you know what I'm... In 1985, uh, Peter Capaldi, who played Doctor Who and who plays Angus in this movie, 
Uh He was in a Beatles biopic, and you would care to guess which Beatle he played? John. Nope. What? Really? (laughs) No. Pete Best. No. Stu Sutcliffe. (laughs) Come on. Murray the K. The main Beatles, not the backup Beatles. <laughs> um, not the fifth Beatles. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess George. Yep, he played George Harrison. I would have guessed John. Well, obviously <laughs> I did. I guessed John. You all heard you it, folks. John. Yeah. And um, he also, wait, this, uh, the facts don't end. In 1993, they were auditioning people to be in the new Star Trek Deep Space Nine show, and he tried what? out for Captain uh, Sisko. But, Oh, Cisco, and he ended up playing Worf, right? Yeah, that's him. A lot of people think. A lot of people, yeah, they think it's what's his name, Michael Dorn, reprising his role. No, it's Peter Capaldi. This guy's talented. Um, yeah. Uh, What else? Lot of facts. Oh, oh, Catherine Oxenberg. Catherine Oxenberg. Who's that? Is she the blonde lady? One of the two blonde ladies. The Virgin, and she plays Mm -hmm. Eve Eve Trent, and she is related to the Prince Prince Edward, Duke of Kent, Princess Alexandra, Honorable Lady Ogilvy, Prince Mike, Michael of Kent. I can't go through them all. Uh, and she was the host of SNL in 1986 because she was on Dynasty. What? Yeah, I read she was the host. What year did she host Saturday Night Live? 1986 because she was on Man, Dynasty. That's interesting to me. Yeah, weird. Because I'm not. I, I don't want to say her performance isn't. Well, so the the ladies are not well treated in this film because the men wait, figure and also everything. Eighty six. That's two years before this. Mm-hmm. She was on Dynasty. That's nuts. But the, yeah, the ladies are not treated well in this movie. The, the guys figure everything out and everything yeah. they say. They go, "What are you crackers? Are you oh my nuts? gosh! <laughs> it, yeah." <laughs> Especially Eve's sister, Mary. Eve and Mary, by the way, folks. Eve and Mary. Yes. Uh, Did you capture the name? Did you catch the name of the director of photography in this? Oh, I did not. I should have. Yeah. I'm saying that. I mean, we're listing all these. Oh, you're just trying to make me say Dick Bush? (laughs) Dick Bush. (laughs) 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 I was reading that seriously like, oh, it's a silly name, but George brought this up for a reason. It couldn't be just for the silly name. Oh, it could be, Tim. <laughs> yep, Dick Bush. Um, so the movie opens up. Uh, we see the type. It says Bram Stoker's Lair of the White Worm, yada, yada. Uh, yada. Angus Flint, a.k.a. Peter Capaldi, the doctor, looking young. He's got fabulous hair. Yeah. Very offensively Scottish. Wearing a kilt throughout Wearing this movie. Not even lying. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's digging in the yard of this house. And you kind of hit the ground running. You don't really know these people related. There's these two blonde ladies, the aforementioned Eve and Mary. Mm -hmm. Um, Eve is the one that hosts Saturday Night Live. She has longer blonde hair, and she runs off the scene early yelling, oh, my spotted dick. Right. Did you catch that? (laughs) And I was like, we're in for a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one, who I actually didn't catch her name as Mary for a while, so in my notes I refer to as Pixie because she has a pixie cut. Yeah. You call her Pixie? You should have Pixie cut. Well, they own the bed and breakfast and their parents disappeared. And their parents disappeared. And Angus Flint, Peter McCauldy's Scottish character, is a archaeologist who's staying there. And he's digging on their property. And uh, it turns out that their their property back in the day was site of some sort of Roman ruin. Yes. And they dig down and he finds a giant skull. 
which they think and, is a dinosaur, maybe. Yeah. Although Tim, did you catch what he said? Um. Oh, he's, was, he was accurate. He, he's. You mean when he said the di- the dinosaurs missed the Romans by uh, however 20, many million years? He said twenty five million. years. Oh, that's wrong, right? That's so fucking wrong. <laughs> Between sixty five and sixty six million <laughs> yeah. years, you fucking Peter Capaldi. You, well, that's, that's in a, his, to be fair to him, he's an archaeologist, not a paleontologist. He's not true. somebody who deals with bones. That's, but he he finds this skull and he goes yeehaw and he like yells in this very exuberant way and holds the skull up and but this is the third movie in a row where people have tried to mislead people about dinosaurs and when they existed well i know when ernest goes to camp we have like we have there's the problem where it's the puppet show which gives us erroneous information what was the other one Uh, what was hercules Oh wait, what did they say about dinosaurs? I think I uh, Pretz, Pretzi was Hercules's plucky uh, assistant, if you remember. Yeah, and he uh, he had a dinosaur bone in his apartment. He said, <laughs> "Check this yeah, out. It it's like ten million years old." And we're like, "Come on, come on, Pretzi, Pretzi, you <laughs> fucking idiot!" I think we're gonna have to watch a straight up dinosaur film to get the, <laughs> to have a chance to correct this. So yeah, <laughs> but I was impressed that in probably the only incident of the women being intelligent in this entire movie marries like she deduces it must be from pre-roman times because of uh-huh. the depth of it yep. so i was like all right they gave her that much and they go to and the party. there's some party then, happening well okay here's the part i want to talk about so okay. this is actually like a, i think a kind of interesting thing so this spot of england is set in the ancestral lands of a royal family called the damptons And this is actually based on a real mythological, I'm not so, oh, maybe an oxymoron, but a real folktale mythological set of stories in England called the, about the Lambton worm. Yeah. Tim, you ever heard of the Lambton worm? I haven't until I saw this movie. Here's the story. Well, this is the Dampton. They change it slightly. But uh, basically the Lamptons around the time of the Crusades were like a royal family in England and the younger scion of the scion, the younger son of the Lamptons, one day, rather than go to church, he decides, I'm gonna go fishing. And he's fishing while the Lord's prayer is being uttered in the nearby church or something. And he pulls a horrible worm out of the water. And he's like, Ew, the worm's gross. And he throws it down a well. Then he oh. goes off to the Crusades for four years. Mm. While he's on the Crusades, this worm gets very big crawls up to an area in England, you can actually go see this, called Worm Hill. Worm Hill is like a hill with like a weird ridge around it. It looks like a worm maybe squeezed it. Uh-huh. Worm, by the way, we should mention, means dragon in Old English. Oh, okay. So this thing comes out, starts eating people's cows. It's a real menace. Or coos. Nobody can deal with it. And when he comes back from the Crusades, he realizes this is the same worm he threw down the well. And whenever people fight this dragon, this worm, if they cut a piece oh. off, it just rejoins again. Hmm. Like silly putty, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes up with a really ingenious way of killing it. I'm not making a joke, by the way. This is all real stuff. I know you're waiting for me to drop something silly. This is a real story. So right. uh, the Lambton heir, he takes his suit of armor from the Crusades and affixes it with all spear and sword handles, uh, blades. Okay. So he's covered with blades like a porcupine. And, 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 one, he, and one plunger. And one plunger, just in case, because you <laughs> never know. And... He wades out into a deep river to f- and challenges the Lambton worm. And the Lambton worm 
circles its coils around him and squeezes him as his way of killing its prey. But mm-hmm. he is covered with these blades. So as it's covering oh. him, uh-huh. he's sliced into small chunks. And because it's in a river, these chunks are washed away downriver. Mm. Unfortunately for Lampton, he himself loses his foot and he mm. falls and is being swept away. But thank goodness he had that plunger because it's stuck to a nearby rock and he was stuck there. And you could still go to this part of England and he's see the plunger there. with his suit of armor stuck on it. And he's but, in there screaming for help, yelling oil can. And yeah. people give him strawberries sometimes, but really he, they just leave him alone. He Ouroboros himself. Eh? <laughs> eh. <laughs> what? Did he? Come on. Did he? <laughs> Ouroboros is when a snake eats its own tail. Oh, I mean the world egg. What's he called? Phanus. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I forget. Fain- yeah, but, a good story. <laughs> good story. Anyway, he I think it's cool. Did you say he, he lost, lost his, his footing? Foot. He lost his footing. He fell. Foot in. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. But then the plunger <clears> stuck <throat> on there. I was working with your plunger thing. Look, okay. folks, <laughs> you may not know this part. Everything up until the plunger was a real account. So this is That's kind of the to... basis for us. They make yeah. the Damptons, and this is the anniversary of this. If you go to really where the Lamptons live in England, there is a big celebration. Mm. We go oh, to this party, oh. and it's like the fucking Pogues are there. So we go and they're the singing. Can, do you like the music? Because I'm going to play it here. I mean, yeah, play it. You like it? Oh, Tampton, like once he met a worm, he killed it with an head. That's about him. Very Irish. John Dumpton went a fishing one, a fishing in the weir. He caught a fish upon his hook. He thought it looked mighty queer. Did you like it? Ah. Because he said, and then he milked a dozen coos. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. Milked what does he write with coos? No, it's cows. I know, but what's he? You're only saying you're only saying coos. You need to rhyme something. (laughs) Then Lampton Uh, he just read the news, and then he milked a dozen coos. Like you had to do something like that. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, he did did not lose. Then he milked a dozen coos, and then he made a big old poos. (laughs) No more poop jokes. So they tell they tell that story again that George just told that this is celebrating the uh, killing. Of of the Lampton worm, which yes. is the Dampton worm, which is a big white worm. None of the mm-hmm. rejoining stuff I just mentioned, so I don't know why I mentioned this stuff. Uh, it's a pretty cool party, honestly. Yeah. There's lights flashing. The band is a bit pogish. If you like the pogues, you'd like it. I thought it was the pogues. I don't think it is the pogues. No, I don't think I, so. Because I typed to Google, layer the white worm and pogues, and really nothing came up. Uh, so just ugly Irish people singing pogue style. Um, they had a big puppet of a white worm. Yeah. Yep. Mary is Mary the one that says all this fuss of big worm or does Capaldi say that? Uh, I think Mary says that because she lives there. I'm like, you don't know. Yeah. And that's the thing. Capaldi is our entrance character. This is all new to him. And Mary, Mary, I, I didn't. Oh, Mary, I, Mary, <laughs> Mary. <laughs> she says all this. All this I'll about tell you something about worm? Mary. Uh, Are you crackers? Are you nutters? <laughs> she had her <laughs> voice, too. <laughs> She kind of, I don't know how to describe her voice. Like it's there was something about her accent. She had a very sing song voice, but she was like yeah. she her her thing was to repeatedly be like, What are you talking about? You're crazy. Like it, that's her every reaction to everything. It is. And it's just like after a while, it's like, oh, you right. suck. She does. You notice. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to it. What? Well, on the way home from the party, I'd want to Yeah. Oh. She's like, my well, the only thing that happens at the part that we should mention oh, is yeah. we also Angus Flint and Mary meet uh, Eve's somewhat bo- Mary's sister, mm-hmm. her sort of boyfriend, who is the new the current Lord Dampton. 
Yes. Who is Hugh Grant. Yes, and he is gonna... being so Hugh Granty and just being like, oh, I'm Hugh Grant. I'm a fop and very handsome. Oh, are you enjoying that food you're eating, Angus? He's like, yes, very much. Not a lot of people like pickled worms. Oh, which I no, guess I, he really was. Eating. I didn't look that up because I thought that must be not real. Yeah, I'm sure. It's. I feel like this was like the Scottish equivalent of like, or no, the English equivalent of the dinner scene from <laughs> like uh, uh, Temple of Doom. Like, I'm like, they don't eat pickled You're, worms. Yeah, they're just they're just trying. England was just trying to say that Scotland. Does this take place in Ireland? Or, That's say, the funny thing, right? It, it's it's. I bet you, if we look it up, it takes place in some of the contested areas. Because a lot of the characters' accents are very Irishy, mm-hmm. but we have the Lord and we have the Scot. It's definitely not Scotland because he's the guy who doesn't know what's going on. Did you know that Dampton was like, "We need more chastity belts. The maids are always getting into trouble." Did you hear that? <laughs> I no, I didn't. Know no, that that's too. really what he said. Wait, I think you're actually right. There was something like that. Yes. He does make a few weird. Th- he does make <laughs> references to the chambermaids who we yeah, never see. No, we never. Do you see think them. they're real, or do you think he's having a psychotic? <laughs> Because, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We know a little a, bit about royalty in this day and age. Most of the time, they're super poor. They have a nice house, and they can't keep it up, and they make it a bed and breakfast or something. This yeah. guy has a butler. He seems like Batman or something, but he keeps referring to these chambermaids who nobody sees. I think it's an <laughs> elaborate ruse. He's like, yeah, so. well, there's chambermaids He's everywhere. Like, I'm super rich still, totally. They don't have chastity belts. They'll catch hedgehogs with their pinafores. And I hate cleaning those pinafores. What's a pinafore, Tim? It's what you wear over it's your for, dress. No, I was so going to say a, a pinafore white... is for, it's for oh. a poking it's for a poking a balloon nose. Uh, uh, that was terrible. Ah, wow. oh. quit! I quit this podcast. Mary and Angus uh, walk take a shortcut home where Mary's mother parents disappeared in the past. Yeah, for some and this we we learned this like, and she gets really emotional it's, about it. So it's a it's year. The worst way to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> right it's pretty bad yeah so we learned a year before mary's parents went for a walk they kind of know even specifically where and disappear without a trace right and since that time she and her sister have been running the bed and breakfast by themselves and then oh a car a car comes like a it scares him comes driving through the woods with no lights on and angus is like why are you so scared it's a car she's like we're driving through here with no li-. i'm not gonna do her accent driving through here with no lights on they must, like this, yeah, they must be bonkers. Yeah, it must be. They must be star graving mod. Uh, They're not nutters. But then she so, says, "My grand, my boyfriend died on a motorcycle." Oh so Ang- Angus <laughs> like, "Okay, that I, part too. I'll kiss you." He asks if she has a boyfriend, and she's and like, like no, he, "He died, he died on died a motorcycle." <laughs> so he kisses her. Well, I, I guess forgot. guess you're single. <laughs> that was funny, you know. I'm going to interject here. You're going to hear us dealing with like a lot of the, uh, the silliness of this. Um, the director claims this is a comedy. Yeah, it is. Don't you think so? I think it is. It's weird. It's really weird. It's it's an interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. So he kisses her. They get home and um, they get into the bed and breakfast where they live. Angus and Mary, who's the girl with the pixie cut. And there's this cop in the house. Yeah. He's like, well, I made myself some tea. It's a bed and breakfast. So. One of the using the hot water bottle from one of your people staying here, who we never see, just like the chambermaids. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say something about this cop physically. Oh yeah, guy's got some weird eyes. He's got Jackie Elam eyes. 
He's got some real Jack Elon eyes. Like, <laughs> you know who Jack Elon is? <laughs> if you listen to, go listen to our episode of The Creature of Black Lake. We talk about Jack Elam extensively. He was a character actor of the 70s and 60s and maybe 80s who had uh, gotten in a pencil fight with a Boy Scout and was stabbed in the eye. He definitely did that. Definitely. (laughs) And he had like a weird – he had a weird wonky eye. This guy's eye makes Jack Elam's eyes look like they're (laughs) normal. Like his eyes are weird. They're weird. Um, And he's like – He's there at the house, which I'm like, this is sinister. Like you don't like to come home and there's a cop in your house. No. But he has news. He's like, we found your father's watch. And he pulls it out. They're like, where'd you find it? We found it in the cave. And she's like, oh, let's have a watch for it. To- oh, and that's that's, that's, that's confusing. <laughs> she goes, are you, are you nutters? That's all she says. <laughs> yeah, everything is nutters. So they, they're going to have a they're going to have a uh, a search to see if this leads any information. Yeah. In the morning about yes. that. And, Cut. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Cut to the temple house. We should have mentioned this, Tim. This is where the car They're walking home. They were crossing the property of what seems to be another maybe royal family that lives in the area. And they live in a place called Temple House. And when I say they, it is one person, Mm -hmm. Lady Sylvia Marsh. Yep. And she's played by Amanda Donahue. Yep. She's always dressed up sexy. Always wearing every like glossy leather and or latex or underwear or naked. That's every scene in the movie. <laughs> That's every scene. Yes. And the Please. cop shows up at her house. Oh, oh, he's out in the yard spying on the house because someone said something was there, and he gets bit. Oh, by they a mentioned snake, that there was remember? somebody there, and he gets he gets bit by a snake. And she comes up behind him, and she is dressed actually. Yeah, she, no, she's wearing white nice, leather in this like thing. A suit. And a, th- a three-quarter hat. Yes. <laughs> like, like like you would see in revolutionary times. She's carrying a torch. It's a cool <laughs> outfit, honestly. It is. And she invites him in the house, and we are treated, again, picture air Ugh. quotes, to a close-up of this. All right. Again, this guy's an old English guy with weird eyes. Yes. His feet are right in the camera. His bare yes. feet. It was awful. And she's sucking the poison out of the bo- the bite. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for sucking the poison out. And then, if you look closely, Tim, what? she don't spit out that poison. Oh, I didn't. She look drinks that. that blood. She drinks it and goes, swipes her hand. Mm, Something's up with that lady, Sylvia Marsh. I said to myself oh. when I first watched this as a kid. You didn't get a clue when she was sucking <laughs> venom out of Well, that was a big clue. Yeah, she's, and then she <laughs> swallowed it. I'm like, I think she's one of, and and the book is by uh, Bram Stoker. I'm like, I think right. she's one of those Doctor Aculas. When he leaves. He calls his partner. Why does he call his partner? Oh, no, wait. Actually, before Tim, this is actually, it's kind of a funny scene. He, when he is spying on the house, he calls his partner for backup. Oh, did I get uh, the cops? Order? I should say the cop's name is Ernie, too. Let's try to give him a name. Ernie. And he's like, come back me up. He's like, I can't. You have the car. And he's like, well, get on your bike. He's like, I can't find my bike pump. He's like, well, then get a cab. And he's like, I busted him for drunk driving. He said, it's just I, like this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I arrested the taxi driver for doing dental work without a driver's license. <laughs> Man, yeah, in England, you need a driver's license to do dental work. It's weird. They say, I can't uh, come. My, my, I hurt my bum from my annual fall down Piccadilly Lane. His bum. <laughs> that's super. That's so British. And then he said, I'm going to curry a lorry with my lift. And I don't even know what that means. Just that's English words. And then he, he said, said pudding. He said, I can't come. The bangers and mash I ate. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sitting well with the blood sausage. I'm thinking about eating in about 10 minutes. 
So I can't come. I dropped all my crumpets on the sidewalk, and people I was gonna have, say crumpets. have tread on them with their pimisoles. Pimisoles. Plimsoles. Sorry, plimsoles. But you say plimsoles if you're British. Do you? <laughs> Do you, Tim? So I'd come, but I'm still sad about the Beatles breaking oh, up no, 18 this, years ago. Is this a secret list? Did you just no, sneak in a list? No. I can't come. I just got a call that a mongoose has eaten or stolen one of Prince Charles's favorite slippers. We're all on you the case. You make fun of mongoose. Mongoose figures into this movie. It does. Yeah. The Beatles also figure into this movie because <laughs> Peter Capaldi killed John Lennon. Jeez. No, he just played George. Uh, same thing. Same thing. So, uh, oh, what else? You know what happens here? I suspect no. that Lady Sylvia is a part of the Smithsonian because she goes over to the house and steals uh, that skull. She's stealing the proof. This is, we should mention it's the next morning. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, it's the next morning. Angus Flint and Mary have gone out to look for their her parents' corpses with the cop. And Amanda Donahue, <laughs> Lady Sylvia Marsh, shows up wearing like this kind of like black leather ensemble. Skull like slinks into the house. Like this woman yep. doesn't walk. She slinks everywhere. Yep. Finds the skull, holds it up in an exultory fashion, yep. leaves. And as she's leaving, she sees a crucifix. Yeah. Tim, this is when I began to suspect something else is a Lady Marsh. <laughs> she extends huge fangs out of her face and then shoots venom all over the cross. Yep. And I was like, think, think there's something up with her. When you're a little kid watching this, did you all go, oh. I, <laughs> did one child get up and run away? I don't know. I just Wait, know. no, we weren't children. <laughs> I mean, we were children. We were children. We were like high school. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, want oh. you to pic- I want you to picture like profoundly horny little kids watching this profoundly horny movie. No, a little older than that. I would say, actually, I think I was 13. I couldn't. Yeah, I was about 13. <laughs> so anyway, maybe, maybe early high school. But like this was a movie we watched a lot. Okay. Uh, so she spits venom on it, steals the skull. <laughs> And uh, disappears without anyone seeing her because there's nobody else staying at this bed and breakfast, despite what the cop would have us believe otherwise. And they uh, make then, a big point. They make so a big when, point. Are you going to go to a Hugh Grant, Dampton, and Eve coming home? They come home, yeah. They make a big What's point big... that thanks for keeping me up all night dancing because, you know, she's the one that we're like, she's a virgin. Because I was, when I saw this, like, why are you saying that? Thanks for keeping me up all That's night interesting. dancing. Okay, Tim is pointing at – it becomes a plot point later that Eve, the one coming over with Hugh Grant, is a virgin. Yes. And I have to confess, that didn't even register me. I just figured they came home from – like, they were out all night. They were doing stuff. stuff. You know, Bangers stuff. mash. Bangers and, and mash. Yeah, fish and chips. What else, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Hall of notes. Uh, <laughs> they got on a coach. Coach, uh, uh, yeah. And then they he took sli- the tube – over yeah, to, uh, to, uh, to, yeah, yeah, <laughs> keep interrupting me. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just helping. <laughs> to I'm Piccadilly helping. Lane. Piccadilly, you already did Piccadilly Lane. Some other yeah. place English. They had some tea. Yeah, Piccadilly Lane's a popular place. <laughs> How about Penny Lane? They go to Penny Lane. <laughs> they went potholing. Potholing. Is that English? Yep. Do they go train spotting? Yes, then train spotting. Do they, is it 28 days later? Do are they zombies? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gone. Uh, anyway. So they're walking around the house. And um, Find the I guess oh, they no. didn't have they didn't have sex because that's important later. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eve goes upstairs and she notices like there's this crap all over the crucifix. And as oh. we all do, like I don't know about you, Tim. I walk in a house and I see like what <laughs> appears to be like piss, perhaps all over a crucifix. I touch it immediately. Yeah, I would too. She touches it, and then this is when the movie becomes <laughs> batshit crazy. Yes. So I want to. It's there's. 
the first thing we see is we see a crucifix mm-hmm. with Jesus nailed to the crucifix. And it's not yeah. a statue. It's actually, it's actually a him. guy as Jesus. It's white. It's him. He's white. Yeah. He's white. It's also Jesus. beardless, which I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen a beardless Jesus before. It's hmm. weird. It actually was enough that I was like, that ain't Jesus. It, it was him, George. Who is that? Don't question it. Um, But around, there's a difference to this than normally we see Jesus. Aside from the fact he had a beard. Uh, he's a giant white snake is wrapped around him and is chewing on one of his arms, just nailed to the yes. crucifix. <laughs> the sky is superimposed with flames yep. that look very fake. Like video like, effects. Yeah, like video effects. Like this looks like an early 80s, like early days of MTV music video, yeah. like level special yeah. effects. And uh, we see um, Amanda Donahue, <laughs> Lady Sylvia Marsh. She's naked and blue with snakes fangs and snake eyes and she's she's kind of slithering around this jesus being eaten by a snake flicking her tongue and not going like blah 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 yes. uh and then we see a bunch of nuns Brilliant. one of the nuns is eve oh, and then these that, roman yeah. soldiers run in and yep. tear the nuns clothes off and rape them yes and we not keep cutting back no but you so do, it's more like feels. you more like you see him naked and you see a you see a pre you see a, a roman soldier licking a nun's head <laughs> you almost said priest i caught that I see. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this goes on. Yes. There's this crazy. I think there's crazy music playing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the worm eats Jesus's arm off, which I thought was interesting because like his arm is like, off. Yeah, at the end, was... like the last bit, like it's chewing on his arm. It's like it, it bit his arm off the cross. I'm like, yeah, you get him, worm. <laughs> and then suddenly we was... cut through, and Hugh Grant has found Eve on the floor, all collapsed, and she's back. Like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She said, Oh, it was Jesus. He didn't have a beard, so I didn't know if it was him. <laughs> and an arm Every, at the end. Everyone knows his nickname is Jesus Beardo. Be- uh, Jesus Beardo Christ. <laughs> yes. Everybody knows that. Wait. Yes. They get tea. They make tea. <laughs> oh, she pulls yeah, she- her parents' watch out. It has snake hands. <gasps> You're right. Yeah, yeah. And this the watch grew snake. Or I couldn't decide if it was supposed to be snake hands or it was a snake. I don't know. And well, they realized they what well, it's called snake hands. Snake. Oh, oh, is this part of your story? No, no, just snake hands. Are you snakes don't George? have snakes. Snakes, snakes don't, don't have hands. George. George. Snakes, snakes don't, don't have, have hands. George. No, what else? Uh, chickens don't have fingers, but I ate them in a restaurant the other day. So, they have hands, so much but, for you your know, theory. They got run over by the trolleys. They oh, trolley cars. The trolleys. Yeah, those chicken fingers are a mystery. So <laughs> nobody knows where them <laughs> fingers come from. You know what? I I wouldn't be surprised if David turns out the chicken fingers are just humans' fingers. Could be. Yeah. At the Last Supper, they only had one chicken, and Jesus said, "What?" <laughs> they just reached into the back, and suddenly the chicken had fingers for them to eat. Like it's a miracle. And it turned. But it, you know, what it turns out he was really just breaking fingers off Judas's hand, <laughs> and that's why Judas turned on him. He's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> All right. Now that we've become sacrilegious. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, snake has a hand of snake hands on it. She was uh, <laughs> Eve. Eve is very reticent to mention what happened. She's like, "I'm okay. It's blacked out. Like that's okay. Like just blacking out something you do normally." And then they step outside and they see that before he left in the morning, that Peter Capaldi had excavated further and he had uncovered a Roman era uh, marble mosaic on the floor. Of a snake. It was a fucking snake around a crucifix, just yep. like what she imagined. It's true. So then that's when uh, Angus Flint and Eve's sister come home and they're like, we didn't find any dead people. They noticed the skull's been missing. They handle it pretty well. Mary says, 
And also, my grandfather died horribly in the in World War II. <laughs> and Capaldi pulls out his condom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes a banana that's in the kitchen, puts it on, and waggles his eyebrows at her suggestively. Huh? Huh? I think I waited too long with that. People, if you wind up this episode backwards. <laughs> no, that's a callback, people. That's a, let's explain yes. the joke. That's a callback no, to the fact that when she heard when he heard about her parents dying and her boyfriend dying, he kissed her. Now he hears yes. about the grandfather dying, he pulls out the condom. How will this escalate? Your guess is as good <laughs> as mine, folks. I'm betting there's going to be some Rim Ram Jim jamming when like somebody else dies. All right. He just wants to know she's a good Christian girl who worships Jesus Beardo. Right. So here's where Continue. we here's where we are. Uh, Eve had Eve had a weird hallucination about that she was a nun, Roman mm-hmm. soldiers, Jesus. Uh, Hume Grant's fopping around the house. He goes home Skull's and he just misses. Stolen. He 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 doesn't give a little. It's, they're called chum scouts in England. He doesn't give a little chum scout a ride. A ride. He's not. He's I didn't pick up the. Oh, I chum scouts. I wrote down a rather tragic young boy. He this was poor kid. Didn't you see his hat? Chums, he, he, man, how do we describe this kid like charitably? He's just. He's like the dog boy from White Christmas, Alfalfa. He thinks like Yeah, Alfalfa. he's. He was. Like, he was He was a boy who was too old to be a scout, who was a scout, and just like had bad posture, was just kind of really schlumpy. But why was he in the rain in the middle of nowhere? I think it's because the, the coaches weren't running due to the fact that that mongoose stole Prince Charles' slipper. And Probably Britain Prince Charles, yeah. Britain yeah. was in mourning. They were for his slipper. <laughs> it's a week his of slipper. mourning across our great nation. Uh, <laughs> then he gets, uh, the next car pulls up. We've seen this car before. Why? It's Lady Sylvia Marsh's car. She's mm-hmm. dressed to the nines. She's like, yep. Get in, boy. She's driving yes. on, of course, if you could picture this, people, because the English are so crazy. She's sitting on the right-hand side of the car. And he's sitting next to her. And she reaches down to shift her gear. And she's showing some stocking. Yep. She's showing some thigh. And this little like little pig boy is like, oh, he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> they go back to her house. And she's like, I can't. He's like, you just drive me to the hostel. We're going to eat chicken tonight. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, I couldn't possibly put you out in the rain. You're so cold and wet. Let's go back to my place to warm you up. It's like, okay. And he's like, okay. And they cut to the house. And she's, they're playing in England. It's not shoots and ladders. It's snakes and ladders. The board game. Yep, yep. They're playing. Uh, so, wait, Tim. I just got it. Snakes. What? Yes. Snakes. And what also the ladders because there's ladders in the movie too. Because they you use a ladder the to put Jesus beardy, beardo Christ on the cross. Right? Well, no. When they put Jesus up on the cross, he had a beard. And the cruelest irony, they shaved him. He's like, oh. how will people know I'm Jebus? <laughs> they're like, now they won't. They, they put the ladder, ladder away. <laughs> well, they had another ladder because they had to paint the back of the cross white. They like <laughs> why? Well, yeah. When you explain that, I don't know why. Why white? No, no. You have to explain that. I don't. Why white cross? Why white cross? They, is this is this is one of your they, weird white power things you're bringing in here? They paint the back of the cross white to absorb the sun, so that it's slightly cooler on the back. Reflect the sun, Tim. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we we go to the inside. The sun of God is offended Uh by that sun in the sky. Oh, there you go. It all makes sense now. Yeah, you you say you ask me a question, I'll finish it. Yeah, you got a problem, yo? You'll solve it. (laughs) Uh, Check out this hook while the DJ revolves it. Be careful what you start. 
Yeah, I will. <laughs> well, speaking of, they start a game of uh, snakes and ladders. Uh, little boy, little pig boy, his outfit has been changed out. He's just wearing a big robe. And Lady She's Sylvia, she is wearing nothing but an open silk robe, black bra and yeah. lacy underpants and like high heels. <laughs> and he doesn't seem to be where anything's going on. I'm like, well, fella. He had misplaced excitement. He he said he suddenly pulled out a harmonica, you know, and just playing it. What the fuck? <laughs> this, he, Tim's not even joking, folks. Like she he makes a line. He's like, he doesn't call it harmonica because they have to get in the entendre. He's like, I'm pretty good at playing the mouth organ. She's like, ooh, I bet you are. But this little adult pulls out a fucking harmonica. I'm like, you have a naked Amanda Donahue. Essentially naked just laying there, like clearly being like coming on to you. You're like, I'm gonna play a harmonica. Who do you think you are? Bob Dylan? Right. Uh and then she's Maybe then she's like, I need to wash you. So they cut to like her giant tub where he's yes. she's like she's in there. Is she no, she's on the side, right? She's on the side him. in her underwear. He's he's naked. Yeah. He's still in his she's still in his underwear. He's naked, we presume, because then he stands up. We don't see it. She goes, Ma, you are a growing boy. And he's like, duh, duh. And then she goes off camera because you know what she's doing, Tim. Yeah. She's, you know, uh, she's put, you know where she's putting her mouth, right? Sucking the venom out of his ankle, just like that. Well, <laughs> well we get looking at this ugly pig boy's face. We think he, perhaps, to put it indelicately, he's being fellated. Mm-hmm. And then she looks up suddenly hisses at the camera she has big old fangs and snake eyes right. goes back down and there's a horrible chomping noise and he screams in pain yeah you better believe he was not deflated he was deflated he, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was inflated with venom this movie has the we've all thought about it at some point how come vampire movies don't have people biting the dicks of guys now you got it now she bites him it. she's actually not really a vampire though she's more of a snake snake lady and she's saying, like, I put venom in you and, you know, you're a virgin. That's lucky. You'll be fed to him and stuff. You're like, what is this? But then – and he's, he's paralyzed because he's got venom in his ding-dong. And he's just sitting there going like, duh, duh. And then the doorbell, doorbell rings. rings. And she's like, I'm really doing you a kindness. And close up as she wears – oh, she's wearing black glossy boots. Yes. Slowly steps on his head, just pushes him under <laughs> the water. I'm like, damn, <laughs> take that, chum scout. Chump Scout, yeah. Chump Scout. Oh, Chump Scout's even better. You're right. Uh, Tim, who was at the door? Um, um, Mr. James Dampton. Yeah, and he's all like, oh, so glad to see you back. Us royalty need to stick together. Flop, 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 flop. <laughs> and stuff. And I don't know. What do they talk about? I can't read and my she, notes. She throws the, the shoots and ladders into the fire, and she says, Rosebud. And I'm like, well, I kind of <laughs> get that, but I don't know if that's really appropriate. <laughs> that was weird, Chump. right? Yeah. I, yeah, Dampton I was like, says, what? what? She's like, nothing. Nothing. And then, uh, well, and she does it because she's kind of, like, he's kind of realizes what's up with her, but he's also like, she's hot and almost naked. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like being little and like, he's kind of seduced by her. Maybe it's a little hard to tell. Yeah. And she's acting like she had this like really traumatic experience with snakes. And he's like, that must be why you're sitting here playing shoots and ladders by yourself or snakes yes. and ladders. And she like, is like, oh, and like, it's this weird thing. And then she kisses him. Mm-hmm. And then he but, leaves. I don't know. I don't know this scene. This scene was weird. But James goes to bed. We meet a character I love. Alfred the butler? He's, his name's Peters. Peters the butler. The butler. <laughs> All he the says butter. is, yes, my lord. Yes, my lord. 
but he goes to bed and that's uh, after seeing her he has this bizarre... not peter's the butler this is hugh grant hugh grant Lord goes Dampton. to bed he falls to bed staring at a painting of his ancestor killing uh the dampton worm on his wall it's a it's a, like a medieval painting it's, it's a painting of, the, cave. of the, the guy with the armor and the plunger you mean yeah. he's got a plunger he's like sticking it on the snake's face and going back and forth saying i'll unclog <laughs> you uh, and then are you, I, I think it'd be fun if you actually talked us through this dream sequence. <laughs> talked us through it? Yeah. That means I, the, I did the last one. I need cat, a break. Did the cat lay? <laughs> you need a break? Yeah. No, I don't mind. I'll take over. All right. Uh, it's, it's a whole phallic dream because they get on the Concord, which is shaped like well, first the, he walks the into dildo the cave. we see in the future. Yeah, he walks first- into the cave. <laughs> First, he wa- in his dream, he goes into the painting. He walks into oh. the cave. It's really funny. He's superimposed. He's yeah. wearing a pilot's outfit. <laughs> uh, just... I'm just giving details that are important you... here. I want I want to paint oh, a word picture. For your story. So it's and, all very phallic. There's a, the, the Concord is in the cave. I get it. We get it, yep. George. The Concord is the cave. Stop it. <laughs> Who's in the Concord, Tim? Uh, the, the Lady Sylvia. And Lady Eve. Sylvia. She's one of the stewards. And, and Eve and Mary. And even Mary the Stewardess and, and someone else that we don't realize. Dead parents. Yeah, dead parents. Oh, you do because you look. The dad's holding the watch. True. So the and they the, are they are in seats. And it's 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 like a private concord. It's really fancy. Yeah. Like I guess maybe that's what the concord looked like inside. I never flew the concord. The girls um, get, get in a girl fight, and Dampton has a pen in his hand and mimics getting an <laughs> erection. So and. It's so funny. Like he's watching them wrestle on the floor. There's so much stocking showing. They're like basically <laughs> licking each other as they fight. The whole time Mary's just doing like this fasten your seatbelt stuff as Lady Sylvia and Eve yes. are like wrestling, pulling each other's clothes. And he's holding this pen and he's just like, it's it's just a little pen. It looks so unimpressive. And he just slowly points it up. I'm like, man, I hope that's not what you're packing, Hugh Grant. <laughs> um, what is important to mention, I think, for the plot is Lady Sylvia is going around giving drinks to the parents and is trying to give a drink to um to uh Damn. Hugh Grant's character who won't take it because it's like this green looking liquid. And mm-hmm. you get the impression, oh, she's using poison on these guys. At yeah. some point during the cat fight when they're fighting on the ground, uh the dad gets up and walks out of the front of the airplane. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, this this is kind of important because then Dampton gets up. And follows him, and then he's back in the cave. Oh. And then he wakes up because Peters is there smashing shit in his room, like just being the loudest butler ever. <laughs> oh, sorry, Lord, am I being loud? Bam, bam, like banging shit together. I wanted you to know that traveling wheelberries will be touring England this summer. That's weird. They're Should not I even together yet. <laughs> Wait, 88? also just to, 88 oh, were they? came out. Just also to remind you, 18 years ago, the Beatles split up. <laughs> there, I got you. Uh, uh, he says, "Peters, go draw my bath." And then Peters takes out a sketchbook and just sits there. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Uh, was there any else? Was there anything else important besides the sexy wrestling on the plane? No. Oh, there is. Yeah, he was doing a crossword puzzle, and it was uh, it was a crossword puzzle. But instead of doing a crossword puzzle, he was just like doing a connect the dots thing, and it becomes a drawing of a snake wrapped around a crucifix. He's like, oh. Oh, you know, and he was reading the paper and he read a story about uh, Nathaniel. 18 years ago, the Beatles split up. Terry Nathaniels is the, the quarterback for the Ohio Clippers. He's reading oh, yeah. the story. He scored yeah, 89 points. 
Eighty-nine points in the game last week, right after he heard his mother died in a terrible wheelchair explosion. And after, you know, after the game, they, uh-huh. they interviewed Terry Nathaniel's, asked him how he uh-huh. felt about all this, and he said, "I just want to remember her last words to me." She said, "Thanks for the dynamite." Yeah, so that was the story in the newspaper. Uh, so he wakes up and finds the watch. There's that's what's important. He, he finds goes, the watch. He does, doesn't he find? Oh no, sorry. No, they, they, the four of them now go to the cave. They go to the cave. Yes, it's because he has por- a new theory because of his dream. Like I said, the men think of everything, and he's like, "I think that worm pooped it out. He digested your parents." <laughs> yeah, his and theory. Mary says, "Are you crackers? Are you, cra- are you which, us? <laughs> To be fair for her, you- I know that's kind of her thing. <laughs> like, if some like dude is like, "Yeah, I think a giant snake ate your parents and shit him out." <laughs> yes. He was like, he's like, was there, he literally asked, was there evidence of, of excrement <laughs> around when they found it? They're all like, what? You fucking maniac. <laughs> uh, so his theory is yes, that somehow after this dream, he's like, oh, I got it. These caves are very deep. Some creature has survived since the Mesozoic era. It survived the extinction of the dinosaurs and stuff. It's a giant monster. It's been living in this cave for millions of years or descendants. Even it comes with the theory, it's probably hermaphrodite. So it reproduces asexually, which I'm all like, kind of, yeah. kind of tracks, I guess. I uh, it needs the <laughs> heat of the cave. Heat. It all works. It all works for me. <laughs> but it like eats people and poops them out. But they, they want to go see drawings in the cave, which show someone wearing this big dil- uh, pointed dildo that we see later. Not just someone, Tim. Someone with boobs. <laughs> yes. And the they like, they make some they make some circa 1988 comments about that, like. Oh, you won't be needing men yeah. anymore with that. Aye, aye, I'm Angus Flint. I'm Scottish. I became a pirate midway through. <laughs> they found some writing on the wall that said, for a good time, called Mary. Mary's, oh, like, Mary's ah. like, oh, that's bonkers, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he makes a bad joke. But when they try to be funny, they're bad jokes because I think. What uh, was the bad joke? Either Angus or Jam- Dampton says, I've heard of penis envy, but that's ridiculous. I'm like, ha ha. No, that was that was terrible. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. I want to blame Angus for that one, honestly. Um, <laughs> so they're they're doing the stuff, and like you know, obviously the idea of her parents being maybe poop is upsetting to Eve. Eve walks off. She's like, "I'm going back to the car," and she's walking in the car, passes by this tree, and up in the tree is Lady Sylvia wearing mm-hmm. like red latex, head to toe. Yes, and like just like I'm like, how did you get up there? And she's like. I was looking for a kitten and I climbed up to help it and silly me, it came away. And we realized she's using her powers to ensorcel her. Yes. And she kind of like, ensorcel? That's a word. I think okay. we've actually, I think that's actually come up in this very podcast that you were like ensorcel and I looked it up and proved you. Ensorcel. <clears throat> All right, now I'm looking it up again. Don't Taking do a break, ensorcel. So she takes Eve back to her house and tells her to disrobe. And I noticed something about Eve. What did you notice about her? Well, she is related to royalty. And every time she's about to get naked, they, they don't really go all the way with her like they do with uh, Lady Sylvia. And this is oh, such, I... such a sexual movie. I was surprised. Like, she, she never disrobes completely. This is true. We see, we see a lot of Eve in her underwear. I don't know if when, like, there's a scene where she's a nun if we see her naked. But it also, I mean, if she was on Dynasty, that also makes sense. Oh, maybe. More than the royalty thing. Well, Did no. you hear? This is a side story. Did you hear who they offered the role of Lady Sylvia to first? I didn't. I forget. Tilda Swinton. Oh, that's right. Yes, that would have worked. And she turned it down. That would have been weird. I didn't even know Tilda Swinton was was on the scene back then. Yep. 
I mean, this movie is nothing but fetish wear and nudity. I don't know that Tilda Swinton would have been due up for that, but uh boy. Okay. Did so she take she, Yeah. Yeah, I, I've lost track of this plot. Well, this is where Sylvia is naked and she's telling Eve to get naked, and then she's like, Nope, stop there. And yeah, she's in, she's laying in the Sylvia's laying in a tanning bed. Yeah. Completely naked, and she's and she's using she now has Eve completely in her mental thrall. She tells her to get naked. She stops in her grandy underpants and bra. Yes. And then and she tells tells she tells Eve to call Mary. <clears throat> tell her you're going to leave town because, you know, she's going to keep her here. Yep. Remember that? And uh, yep. she she's under her spell, but she looks at her crucifix ring. And for a moment, she's able to break the spell and yell at her. While she's on Mary. the phone. So she's on While the phone. On the and phone. like Lady Lacey was like, do it convincingly. She's like, I'm going to the train station. <laughs> and then she sees her crucifix. She goes, ah! And then they're just like, well, that's weird. She called to say she was leaving. <laughs> no, and uh, screamed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then and then Mary goes up to the room. She's like, she didn't take any of her clothes. Should we be concerned about this? And Hugh Grant's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she never gets on the coach to go, go down the tube. <laughs> go to Piccadilly Circus. Well, this is when I was actually kind of impressed because a lot of times these movies, people really kind of wait a long time in order to agree that this is what's happening. Like when there's something weird. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. pretty much on board. Well, the two men are. It does take Mary a little bit longer. Like, oh, yeah, clearly there's like an evil snake goddess here. She's an evil snake priestess. Yes. Um, we do learn that the god, the snake is is Lady Sylvia's god. She tells this to Eve. His name is Dionin. Mm-hmm. There's all this stuff. And so they make a plan and they decide, well, she's a snake lady. She obviously is going to be captivated by music play. Well, okay. So here's the plan. <laughs> they, they know music. that Lady Sylvia, they're like, Lady Sylvia is a snake. She has your sister. They, Hugh they Grant play. gets yeah. Peters, Poofs, Peeves. What's the guy's name? The butler? Peters. Peters, Peters. goes get his father's records, which happen to be music that uh, ch- charms snakes. Yeah, well, the one side is the other side was like belly dancer music, and like Peters gets like a fucking boner just talking about it. He's like, oh, that music is quite randy. It's like, why are we watching this old man get turned on by music? They go up into the roof of his ancestral home, they play this music, mm-hmm. and then we go and we see we're like in Lady Sylvia's house, and there is a, there's a, I was pretty excited to see this, Tim, a little statue yes. of a dinosaur, right. a little T Rex, and right behind yeah. that is a big basket, like a wave of a basket. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, Lady Sylvia has been sitting in that basket, I guess, because she rises up like a snake yes. holding the top. I'm like, why are we in the basket, Lady Sylvia? <laughs> yeah, I know. And she kind of does this weird sexy dance. She's all dressed in black and slinks out of the mm-hmm. house. And the second she gets out of the house, Mary and Angus go inside the house. Right. And they're skulking around. He's like, look, there's a statue of this one English. What is it? Um, Marcus oh. Cassatius. Nobody has statues of that guy. He was our <laughs> no. evil emperor. And then they go into another room, and there's this old lady. She's not that old. She's probably younger than us. Yeah. You're, yeah. Am I yeah. skipping anything? Yeah. Well, Lady Sylvia went to the Well, Dampton's. we know Lady Sylvia. She's going to Dampton's house for a day oh, with Destiny. There, yeah. But before that, yeah, because before they see this lady, and mm. we can tell by Mary's face, she's like, it's me mom, it is. And she yeah. comes up all tear eyed. She's like, oh, mom, how is you? I missed you so. And mom turns around with snake face, <laughs> bites her in the neck. And like, oik. And like, yes. they fight her, <clears throat> hits her with a log. She disappears. And I'm like, did they kill her? Did they kill her? Because I've forgotten. It's been years since I'd seen this. Then we go back to Hugh Grant fopping around in his place. 
and he's on the phone talking to Angus because he wouldn't talk to the women because they know what's going on. And he's like, yes, the music's – what you said the music's working like a charm. That's great. And then, it's and then the lights go off. He's like, oh, hold on. I think I have a reptile here. And he hears his butler scream. The butler's dead. Butler gets fucking murdered. Well, he told the butler the best part, George. Said, oh, yes, you're right. Go lock up the chambermaids. And Peter goes – Lock up the chambermaids. Yes, my lord. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Again, these chambermaids. Those horny, horny chambermaids. He gets killed immediately as soon as he goes outside. He does. And, sure. and he's like, oh, dear. I think there's something afoot. <laughs> and he's in the dark waiting for this thing to happen. He's like, and he gets another phone call. And he's like, oh, right. The music stopped. And right. he goes, he turns, and something jumps at him. It's the old lady. Well, it's her mom. He grabs his ancestor's sword up the wall, yep. swings it around slow motion, cuts her in fucking half. Yeah. That was yep. pretty cool. That was pretty cool. She lands in two pieces. He's like, well, that was quite a tight spot. What? What? And then he calls back Angus. They talk more on the phone. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then this is a scene I don't – I, I want to hear your theory on this. He looks down. Mm-hmm. And like the half of the mom is there and she's about to bite his foot and we cut. He, I didn't see her try to bite his foot, I guess. I thought she was just. Well, she's like curled up in his leg and she's got her fingers like. <laughs> and then it cuts. Oh, wow. I totally blanked out on that, George. So I'm like, I guess you grants a vampire now or a snake person. Up? No, I'm being totally serious. I was hoping you paid attention because it was something I was surprised to see. I'm like, huh. they're going to follow up in this, right? And they don't. Mm, something got edited out. Yeah, I think it did. But it's weird he, that this much was in. Do you have his sword? Just he just sliced her hand off. I think he's literally leaning on the sword like it's a like like a cane because he's very foppish, I may have mentioned once or twice. Yes. Yeah. He's hmm. a bit of a fop, this guy. I'm gonna say fop again. Fop. <laughs> Pop so, that pee. Uh when right. does the police guy show up again? When does the police guy show up? <laughs> Next morning. Next morning, so because we got, because we got he shows night. up, he's like you. He, they they everything is okay after this, and it's now known that the mom is dead. They found her in this house, and the police mm. guy the next morning shows up to Mary's house and goes, "You need to identify the body." That's right. That's right. And she's like, "Well, you knew her for years." He's like, "It's just public. It's just the way you got to do it, Miss." The and they're driving. Miss, you got to do it, Miss. You got to do it right. It's the way you, you got to do, do it. it. Oh, you go do it. <laughs> I, oi, sporting dick it AIDS. This is Ernie uh, with the wan- wonky eye. This, oh, yeah. Ernie with the like really fucking weird eye. Because George, and, this is my list. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yes, let's hear this list. Reasons Ernie's eye was so wonky. <laughs> Jack Elam, number as, one. As a child, mm-hmm. he got in a fight with another chum scout, and that kid stabbed him in the eye with a crumpet. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. What next? And they did go to the NHS about it right away because the nation was in mourning. So British. One of then Prince Charles's slippers being nibbled on by a bloody mongoose. Thus, the hospital was was shut down. Oh my God! This was the other slipper. Happens every year. Prince Charles. But you got to get rid. Either get rid of the mongooses or get rid of the slippers, (laughs) Prince Charles. I know. But he says uh, he, he he also tells a tale. That he damaged mm-hmm. his eye one day in London because he says that it was it was 1969 and he was in London and he heard Beatles music coming from a rooftop and he looked up to see where the music was coming from and he oh. saw a sign signed for a pub and it was happy hour so he went in there and got drunk and started to fight and damaged his eye when some bloke hit him in the eye with a crumpet. Was the bloke Pete Best who was watching from the crowd below Pro- and cursing probably. his luck? 
Damn it, that could have been that could have been me up there. Could have been me. Say that Ringo like, Star, if that is his real name. It's can you me, give me Pete a pound Best. so I can call call the police on them? Well, give me give a me pound. A, give me a what? Well, what's uh, what's what? Do, what do you use what anything for a phone call? I don't know, but a pound seems like a lot for back in 1969. In oh, fact, did I just did I just give you a George's currency kerner? George's courage currency kerner. I have to look this up because I was hey, not prepared like, for this one. I'm going to call the, the bloody coppers on them. Disturbing my bloody peace. Just trying to pray right. to Mr. Jesus Beardy Christ. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I don't know. I it's I can't do it on the fly. <laughs> oh, Let's just say it was, failure. A lot, it was a lot of money. Failure. Failure. The George's current currency. What music don't play, do I play the theme song. Just play, <laughs> just play a sad trombone. Wah, wah. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm lost what happens here, but they attack the house because by this time Angus he's got a mongoose. I don't know where he got a mongoose. Oh, here, here's what happens: the, Ernie, the cop with the weird eye, takes Mary to the house, oh, and that's right. That's right. he's like, oh, "We gotta go pick up the lady." She's like, "This isn't the way to the police station." He's like, "Oh yeah, we gotta go pick up Lady Sylvia first. She's like, "You're gonna she take me to possibly having the same car." This car, by the way, is like tiny, <laughs> two feet. Like by his two shoulders. Feet. It's so small. And he's like, she's like, I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm going to wait out here. And she realizes, like, as he gets up, she sees, because she has put a big bandage over her bite marks on right. her neck. He's she sees he mark. has bite marks too. Like, well, a big bandage too. And she realizes he's probably a snake. So he becomes a snake. And it's Chase, kind of like his, his eyes become red and they're just, they're not looking the right direction because of his eyes. I don't want to pick on this guy because he can't no. help it, but he looks, he looks kind of funny. So he's this like doughy middle-aged super British looking cop with one eye going one with the other one. Don't his feel. fangs are so comically large that he has to keep his mouth open super wide. There's no way he could wrap those around anything to bite him. Don't feel bad about that guy, George. That man was no? actually a very skilled cat who played people in movies back then. And that cat Oh wow. That cat is now dead. That cat So don't worry about it. You know what? I to make it super sad, I bet you this guy's dead too. Um she tries to escape him. She's running around the outside of this old house, the temple house. She runs down a ladder yeah. and then she's in like this subterranean area and he's coming on her and then she's trapped between, for some reason there's like a boa constrictor there, yes. which it's like making like rattlesnake noises. I'm like, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. And he's advancing on her, like walking slowly. And then we hear bagpipe music yes. and he turns and she turns she's like, who the fuck's playing bagpipes now? It's Angus Flint full yep. on wearing like his Scottish tartan. He's got like the little beanie in his hat. He's not wearing underpants. He's playing the, <laughs> he's playing that. the, uh, the, the bagpipes. And he basically gets Ernie, the cop to like, kind of like come at him. Like he's kind of swaying like a snake, but it's not sexy. It's, like what Lady Sylvie does. It looks like he's a drunk, your, your a drunk. No, well, maybe I mean, if your thing is, and he's kind of teetering and he keeps backing up and like, it's me. The music makes him come at him. He's kind of like, yeah, I didn't understand that. So, it's weird. It's a little bit. And then he makes it, then he charges them. He pushes them. And there's this sundial that looks like a snake and he pushes Dang. Ernie onto it. What's and a funny the funny scene. Angus runs out of breath. He's like, I can't blow yeah, it anymore. He's blowing, he's <laughs> blowing the thing for so long. And he charges him. He shoves him. He, he, the sundial stabs Ernie through the head and it pops out his eye. And his that, eye. everyone, so wonky that is the, that's the entire fucking reason that Ken Russell <laughs> up, cast this guy. He saw this guy at the Cope and Call and he's like, he whispers to his, he whispers to Dick Bush, his director of photography. He's like, 
I want to do a scene where that guy gets his eye poked out. <laughs> and they're so. like laughing like, hee, hee, which one? They're both like, <laughs> like, it's mean. That's the entire re- – like you're because the whole time you, you can't look at this guy and not think about that eye. And then the yeah. eye gets poked out. <laughs> do you think maybe – uh-huh. Maybe they they shot the shots out of order. This is his first scene he filmed, and they're oh. like, "Whoops! Oh, Let's fuck. get that Put eye back, back in your head. Put it back in. Put a bandaid in the back. That's what the bandage was, Tim. And that's it wasn't a bite mark. It was where the thing went through the back of his. This all makes sense now. <laughs> this whole movie was an elaborate He's ruse like, to cover the fact that they killed a police officer. He has yeah. He, he has the power. Of, he has a mongoose. He lets the mongoose laugh, loose in the house. It runs where, behind a where curtain. Where did he keep the mongoose, George? <laughs> It was in his. Uh, he <laughs> has like a sash. Oh, I thought it was out of his out of his knickers there. Out of he his, doesn't uh, have knickers on. Remember, he just has a kilt. It came out of his kilt. I thought. <laughs> it's, it's, anyway, because there's that scene. Because like he lets it loose, it runs in there. You hear it die off camera. Lady Sylvia <laughs> runs out, blue and naked. She says, "Is that a mongoose in your kilt? Are you just happy to see me?" She <laughs> knocks him over, bites his knee. <laughs> he goes, "Oh." She, uh, she, well, she, he's left to be sick, but he injects himself with something. We're like, Ooh, yeah, everything. Cause he was, he was doing his work. This guy, he had, yeah, he, he, cause he was, he's an archeologist. He doesn't she, know when dinosaurs die, but he knows other shit. And she ran down to her cave. There's a cave under the house where the worm, mm-hmm. I suppose, is going to come up. He's got, Oh, Eve by the way, tied up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Temple House because that's where the temple was back in yeah. Roman times. While this is all happening, we should mention that I, Never really picked up this Hugh Grant. You're like, where's Hugh Grant? He got a bunch of guys to put smoke in the caverns because he's like working on this dinosaur theory. So there's all these guys. They're like, this way, lads, chop, chop. And they're filling with smoke, which actually kind of what is what happens here because Eve is all tied up in her underwear. Like Tim was mentioning, like, why don't we see her naked? He was, I should mention, folks, he was texting me. He's like, I'm tired of there being her underwear. I want to see butts. I want to see boobs. That's the way Tim talks in his text. I texted JBC. You know what that JBC, stands for? Just butt crack? No, Jesus bearded Christ. Why won't they show? Jesus bearded, Jesus bearded Christ. Take underwear off. She's tied up with her arms above her head on like above a hole in the ground. Lady mm-hmm. Sylvia comes up blue and naked. She looks like a snake. Uh, actually, she's not quite naked. She's got like a belt on. Yeah. And then she walks off after she kind of like – she like feels up Eve a little bit. Uh, Mary's tied up on the floor because nobody cares about Mary because she's just – Yes. Dumb. We don't we don't care how she got there. Yeah. yeah. And something happened. I don't remember how. She's all tied up and crying. Uh Peter Capaldi's doing something somewhere. Hugh Grant's well, filling the caverns with smoke. Well they he, uh, she, she brings everybody everybody there, but um Angus, he wakes up because whatever he injected himself with, you know, was a helped him. It was an anti venom, I guess, or yes. some sort. So we thought. So then then uh <laughs> Lady Sylvia comes back in. Now she's got an enormous strap on. Yes. And it's pointed and like it's and she, it's she insinuates she's gonna have sex with Eve, I think, oh, because absolutely. then the snake comes and she's like, Well, because no time of what for Hugh that. Grant was doing. Yeah, yeah. It's a scene where you'd see like it's like imagine this if you could, folks. We're framed, we see the granny underpants bottom of Eve. We're looking between her legs, we see this naked Eve Donnie come up with like this huge fucking strap on. And you're like, oh no, are we going to see this? And she slides her hands down her hips and is about to pull down the underpants. And Tim's going, yes, yes. And then the snake is coming right. She's like, oh, the worm's here already. I guess you're lucky, love. Yes. And so we see this like, uh, it's like a big white hand puppet coming up the hole. Yeah. It was okay. It was actually pretty good. Shouldn't have been stop um, motion, but yeah. Yeah. 
Should it I have mean, been stop motion? Yeah. I think what it should have been was a, a real fucking giant lake, like monster. <laughs> right. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Uh, yep. So it's coming up slowly. Like a flower. And they're going, Rawr, and Eve is, Eve is freaking out a little bit. And then, but she's still not freaking out enough. And Lady Sylvia pulls her so she's dangling above the hole in her underpants. Lady Sylvia is still blue and naked, running about, being all naked and blue. Well, she fights and Angus, if you want to get through this, right? If I remember. Sure, he bit Angus. But they fight before. each other. They Some fight. fight well, Angus, Angus rescues Angus her. rescues her because she thinks Angus is under power, paralyzed with toxin. He mm-hmm. comes running. He goes, no. He tackles her, shoves her into the hole. Lady Sylvia falls and is holding on to the feet of Eve. Oh, and yeah. then he pulls out a knife. <laughs> and instead of just like stabbing her in the face, he slowly <laughs> saws her hand off. And she's going, ah! I'm like, this how is she not letting go? This doesn't phase him at all. No, and he's just sawing her off. And <laughs> while this is happening, because she was in the middle of cutting the rope with the same knife to drop Eve into the monster's mouth, he keeps looking up and the string's about to break. This yes. puppet's coming up going, rawr, rawr. And then he completely severs her arm and it's still holding on to Eve's foot. And Lady Sylvia falls into the monster and gets eaten. Yep. Yep. Then right. he captures he captures oh. Eve. Then he pulls he, something else out of his. Uh, oh my god! I forget this. He's got everything in there. <laughs> what does he pull out, Tim? Grenade. He pulls out a fucking hand grenade. <laughs> he drops it down the hole and blows the monster to shit. Yeah. Cut. Cut He's, to the the James. in the cavern. Meanwhile, way like Lord Dampton, Hugh Grant's like. Good job, Chops. Chops. Cheerio. They, they Carry did nothing. On. They did nothing. Spots of tea. No, they, they just, did. Which I realized. Really? The it monster, didn't do much. They saved her from getting the dildoing because the monster was coming up early because they were uh, filling the cave with smoke. That was not very clear. It was not very clear. I Like I said, I've seen this five times. This is when I realized it. It's yes. also really not necessary. You want to quickly wrap up the ending? Yeah. So uh, the girls go to the hospital because they're, you know, they're traumatized. Uh, Hugh Grant comes <laughs> he, in. He's, Angus says, there's a giant snake down that hole. And Mary says, are you nutters? <laughs> are you crackers? I gotta go to the hospital. No, they don't say hospital there. What do they say in England? NHS. They call it the pub, right? Yeah. yeah. The pub, uh, yes. I go to the pub. So they're at the hospital, and Hugh Grant's like, oh, well, that was quite a deal, eh? Good. Angus, old chap. He's like, indeed yeah. it was. Then Angus gets a phone call. Mm-hmm. It's from the NHS, funny enough, you mention it. Oh, sorry, uh, Angus. I don't know why I'm doing a voice. Been trying to meet, get in touch with you. Turns out that snake venom we gave you, that snake anti-venom, it was to treat arthritis. <gasps> yep. He's like, so this wouldn't help against snake bites? No. And the nurse who's just like, <laughs> no, but you won't run into too many right now. Listen, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I, How often do you get people asking for anti-venom? Don't you think there was maybe a situation where I was worried about <laughs> snake venom, the asterisk, and you fucked up by giving me arthritis medicine? So he realizes – and you see him kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> and they get back into Hugh Grant's fancy car. And he's, Hugh Grant's like, fancy a bit of lunch? Yes. A bite? And he goes, I, yeah, I want a bite. And he goes, and he waggles his eyebrows. Yes. The end. The end. Because he's a yeah. vampire of snake now. Yes. And that was <sighs> the story of the snake cult. That was the best movie. I will still say, no, I don't know. This was like, it's weird. This was a good movie. This is a new year. <clears throat> I don't think it was too good for Sandy Bimco, though this was kind of good. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It fell into a weird thing. Like, it was it was having a lot of fun with itself. Yeah, yeah, I know. We've, yeah. 
we joke. That we skipped out. There was another scene where all these naked blue guys come running out. It's there was a lot of weird shit we left out. And they go over the other top animal cults in England, like the yep. Natter, Natterjack Toad cult. That uh, yep. they they knock your crumpets on the sidewalk. That's what they do. Yep, they the do hedge, that. Uh, the hedgehog cult. They uh, kill you with cuteness. the Hedgehog Appreciation Society. Yeah, they roll hedgehogs at you. Uh, no, they kill you yeah. with cuteness and steal your crumpets. Oh, is, that, is it all crumpet related? <laughs> yes. It's all crumpets. Stick to the script, George. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't realize. All right. They, Let me see. Uh, the, uh, the Bristol, the Bristol Toad Appreciation Society. Uh, they stick crumpets in your dumper. How's that? Is that good? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right. This movie right, made me so, realize I'm going to give all my movies Jack Elam ratings from now on. Five, oh, five Jack Elams mean we had a crazy, uh, wonderful old man to enjoy in this movie. I give this. Uh, three jaculums because our policeman was not an old man, but he, he was kind of crazy. He was definitely crazy. He definitely had the Jack Elam eyes, but is five the highest score? Like if Jack yeah. Elam is in a movie, it's a five. Yes. Uh, and a movie with no Jack Elams, like say Choppers, is that a zero? Well, no Jack Elams and one dead Casey Kasem. That, that's like a very bad movie. But he didn't die. He only comically got blown up. Reference to previous episode. And actually, that wasn't even Choppers. That was Girls with Thunderstrip. He, is, he so. is dead, George. Oh, in real life. <laughs> and, you know, it's then, yeah. You know, he's dead. <laughs> the whole thing is family st- stole his body. Oh, yeah. He had a crooked yeah. wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. Revenge. One of us will die. One of us will I will die. not stay. I will not let Cindy take my place. I will have That's him. The uh, the uh, oh, oh, yeah. wild card. Oh, wild card. Okay. Oh, I burped. Tell me <laughs> what it is. I forgot. Most likely Two hours to ago. write a memoir about changing a flat tire in Fook, Arkansas. <laughs> Which character from today's movie? Oh, that's tough because this is Scotland. Oh, oh, of course, Angus, Angus. Angus will get a grant from his teacher to go look into the the bipedal ape-like creatures seen in Fook. That's interesting, Tim. See, I was actually going to say it was going to be Hugh Grant. Can we combine these two and say that they're on a road trip? Yeah, they're on a road trip. One they go on a road trip because one was in Grenada. He was in the war, Mm -hmm. and one was just hiking around Canada. And they're and they're they're as they always do when Angus and Hugh Grant are on a road trip. They sing Muppet songs. They're singing "Moving Right Along." Footloose and Fancy Free, and they're having a great time. Wouldn't you know to fucking blow out. And they go, where are we? They're like, Fook, Arkansas. How do we get here? We're in the United Kingdom. Jesus bearded Christ. Where are we? Jesus bearded. Where are we? Oh, that's good. Who was that? Which character? Uh, That'd be Angus. He would say that. Wait, that sounded more like Hugh Grant, though. (laughs) Give us a Scottish accent. Do a good Scottish accent. Let's hear it. I can't. I can't do it. Ack! (laughs) That's That's just your mom. (laughs) When you do your mom. (laughs) That is my mom voice. Uh... Ah, we blew out the tire again. We did. How's that? That's, that's okay. If you're Scottish and you're listening, please write in and tell us how great that was. Hello, Simon. Here's the thing. I think though it isn't. It was it happened to the two of them. I think Tim is right in that the one who actually writes the memoir is Angus, because it's yes. not really referenced in this. But I'm pretty sure Hugh Grant's illiterate. And they're, they're changing their tire. Yeah, changing he, the tire, he, and he's wearing yeah. his he's wearing his uh, kilt. Yep. And a bunch of hillbillies come along and say, hey, you look pretty pretty, boy. And they flip and, up his kilt? What's underneath beat, that kilt? And they beat him to death for you know, being oh. a tra- transsexual. <laughs> Sorry for tra- cross-dressing. Oh. I thought you saw this ending coming. 
<laughs> no, I figured they flipped up the kilt and he had hand grenades under there again, just blew them all to hell. That could be better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, Tim, but we know that how you feel about no, that. That's a funny joke. Uh, yeah. You're going to say. I guess this one just trails. This is just another on the latest pile of ones that trail off. No, that's how it ended. That's how it ends. They didn't write a memoir. They died. Who wrote the memoir? Well, Mary did. She said, are you nuts? You got beaten to death by rednecks? You're crazy. These these two little kids, they go out searching for the monster. Uh And and the Uh storm comes. They get stuck on a boat. And the monster's helping them. You better not. They find the diary of Angus. It's like day five lost in this one. In case you're confused what's happening, listen to our previous episode, Boggy Creek 2, Return to Boggy Creek. About the worst movie. Is it really? Yeah. The Boggy Creek ones get get enough numbers for us, but that one sucked. So Angus left his memoir to be found with his children. Okay, I like it. And they made paper airplanes out of it. (laughs) And no one ever read it. And then they got used as toilet paper by uh, Oswald <laughs> the, Cobblepot the or whatever the fuck is oh. in. Yeah. Oh, even better. <laughs> Another winner. Actually, we, this is you, not. Folks, you just heard us make up a story on the spot. All, All right, right. So should we do our revenge stories? <laughs> yeah. I got Thank nothing God. this week, Tim. I sat there for like Don't a half admit. hour trying to write something. Oh. I'm going to. Uh, oh, 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 oh. So I'll go oh. first. You think about it. All right. All right. I'm making mine shorter and shorter. This was nice. Like I'm going to go really short, I think, because this is a very long episode. <clears throat> so Angus and the girls. <clears throat> That's a good name for the movie. Yeah, Angus I'd and the girls. See, I would see that without knowing anything about it. Go, oh, oh, mom, mom, there's a new movie called Angus and the Girls. Can we go? And she's like, why are you talking about the English accent, you little shit? And she slaps me. Uh, right, go on. Well, yeah. What am I doing? We've got to get through this. Let's get through it. Um, so... Angus and the girls are infected by the, the snake venom, as we saw at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And they go after James. And James jumps out of the car that they were in at the end of the movie, and he's on the run. You know why James is on the run? Uh, he wants to get a hold of that stupid uh, lady at the hospital that gave them the wrong antidote. Oh, that's actually a good person to get revenge on. Yeah. But she gave the wrong antidote because she just got a telegram. From her American mm-hmm. son, who was born on the 4th of July, and he was wounded in Granada and confined mm-hmm. to a wheelchair. And she was mm-hmm. distraught about the news, and that's why she sent the wrong antidote. And her assistant tried to tell her, but he boxed his ears. Oh, was like, was his up. assistant Dr. Gower? Yeah. No. All right, nice. No, young James Oh, stop boxing my ears, Dr. Gower. Thus, she's <laughs> on her way. <laughs> she's on her way to get the revenge on the colonel that told her son the army was an adventure. But that colonel... A Colonel, Colonel Kurtz Sanders. has gone Colonel down Kurtz. the river, the river Thames, or Thames. <laughs> Thames, yeah. But I say Thames, Thames. to get revenge on Why Prince not? Charles at his forest retreat. Because <gasps> Charles shut everything down for a state of mourning due to a mongoose having stole his favorite knickers. The day he shut everything down was the very day uh-huh. Kurtz was to have his big fat Greek wedding, and Charles ruined it. But, this is oh, just so short. the end. But, <laughs> Prince Charles is on but. the run. Because he wanted to get revenge on that fast-running hedgehog who stole his favorite bangers and mash. But this hedgehog was hungry and on the run because it wanted to get revenge on the snake that had eaten one of his children. And that snake was known as the White Worm of Dampton. <laughs> but the White Worm was dead, killed by Angus and the girls. Thus the hedgehog... Blown to fuck by a hand grenade. Yeah. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. Thus the hedgehog went after Angus 
who was after because uh-huh. he wa- he was mad at him for stealing his revenge. Mm. And he was after Dampton, who was after the doctor, who was after Kurtz, and on and on. And thus the circle was never ending. This is it like like the snake or a Boros. Boros! I really do it. In. Nice. Terrible. That's I good. give myself I give myself uh three uh uh <laughs> three Jackie Elims? <laughs> no. Three, no. No Jackie Elims. And no, three oh, no. uh, three dead Pat Sajaks. Yeah, three dead oh, is he dead? <laughs> yeah, George. Wait, is he really his family like stole his body? They put on the No, floor. not Pat Sajak. You were just talking about <laughs> Is Pat Sajak dead? Let's see. George has looked at the internet every time I say something. <laughs> As of this writing, <laughs> Pat Sajak is not dead. Uh, okay, that's a good one, Tim. <clears throat> All right. So. So. Raise your hand if you want help. Otherwise. No, no, I'm good. Good, I got this. <laughs> I'm just getting into the zone. I had something. I just forgot it because I looked at Pat Sajak. You scared me that Pat Sajak is dead. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Let's start the music. Cool. Yeah. This is a tricky movie to get revenge for because, as Tim pointed out, at the end, we know that the nurse fucked up their venom situation. Antivenom. It was arthritis, which means I think both girls are snake people now. Mm-hmm. Angus is a snake person. There's that scene, kind of like that weird dangling modifier of a scene I mentioned, where Hugh Dampton looks down at the ground and sees the, the bisected form of the of Eve and Mary's mom That's right. at his foot about to bite him. So I think he's one too. So mm. we're dealing with like essentially a race of lizard people. Mm. They take over the family business. They're like, well, we gotta find a new white worm. And they just start, you know, they just they start throwing grubs in the hole. They're trying to make it work. Somebody else survived too though. She'd mm. been eaten only moments before after having her hands sawed off. But because he got a little carried away, as we know Scottish people do, Angus had thrown the grenade down, blowing the head off the white worm. Lady Sylvia was inside the worm and slid down the cavern again, protected by the meat of this recently deceased god. Okay. And she's like, Dianin has rescued me again. She uses his blood as a coagulant to seal off her hand. And she realizes <laughs> she needs to rebuild her power. Uh-huh. She's come back and steal her throne back with these usurpers. She goes to New York, where she's heard about a certain herpetologist there who's been making a study oh, about no. regenerating limbs using lizard <laughs> DNA. She goes to Empire State University and talks to Dr. Curtis Connors, Jesus. a.k.a. the lizard. Jesus bearded Christ. Yes, Jesus bearded Christ <laughs> indeed. Yes, Spider-Man foe the lizard. <laughs> He is smitten with the frequently naked English woman, and he leaves his wife, let's say Martha, and the two of them run off and become reptile overlords together. Meanwhile, in England, the the best they could find... No, they're in the sewers now. That's where they start for London. They get to New York. Let me tell you, you know the only expression of fuck like bunnies? Yeah. You should see how a snake lady fucks a lizard man. Oh, brother. It's oh, no. a spicy meet the ball. In the in the sewers? In the sewers. It's dirty. Okay. They both have cloacas. Cloaca means sewer. It all makes I, sense now. You get it? Yes, it does. They're just fucking their way through Europe, mm. getting closer and closer to the ancestral home of the Damtids, which, of course, now is staffed by the four lizard people, the new lizard people. They're trying to replace that white worm. They're not doing so good. The best thing they got was a length of garden hose that they left out in the sun to bleach. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the same effect. And then... One day, 
One I fine know, day. She kills them all. Yeah, she just fucking kills them all. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, she's fucking brutal. <laughs> she spits venom on their hose. They all grab it and they all freak no. out, having a memory of like reincarnation and shit. Reincarnation was part of this. We didn't mention that. Yeah, he was reincarnated as a nun. They all freak out. They see what they're reincarnated as. So Hugh Grant, it turns out, I've always been a fop. He freaks out, jumps down the hole, kills himself. Eve jumps down the hole because she turns out she was a nun who was ravaged by. Uh, by Romans. Mary jumps down the hole because she realizes she's always been an annoying person. <laughs> Peter Capaldi, he realizes he's had like nine or ten lives before because he is a time lord. Jesus. All right. Yeah, he I'm regenerates giving... as uh, a lady and I'm... has a few more seasons of adventures as the doctor. I've given the story two Jackie Williams, but one dead Jacqueline Kennedy. Is that Sorry. how does that compare to yours? <laughs> I have more Jack Elams, but I don't know if a dead Jacqueline Kennedy is a plus or minus. That's very bad. It's a lot of Oh, wait, cut the music. Cut the music. It's over now. Oh, oh, post-credit scene. Bring the music back. Bring the music back. Post-credit scene. There's three shadowy figures watching this. They zoom out. It's the fucking Yeti, the Bigfoot, and the Loch Ness Monster. And they're like, why are they mentions we're not going to appear? The end. Drop mic. Boom. Okay. Was that us? How how meta are you being? I don't know. That was the end of my movie. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, they were like, because they were like, you confused me to stop the music. Tim, I confused myself. I stopped the music and started the music. Start the music again. (laughs) Coming next time on. Wait, what was this movie called, Tim? (laughs) That I made? Oh, yours? It's called The Infinity War without so much Avengers in (laughs) it. Yeah, actually, that's perfect. Yes. It's the Finite War. Okay, I, I give you. Uh, also, it was released in the UK as Lizard Fuckers. I give you. Uh, uh oh, I'm losing points. I'm two Jackielums and maybe one. One Governor Connolly. I don't even know. Who, oh, Governor Connolly, uh, the guy yeah. who was in the car when John F. Kennedy's head exploded. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Cool. So. How many magic bullets do I get? <laughs> Some say two. I like. I like this. <laughs> we have Tim. We have officially succeeded in making this this too podcast long. unlistenable. <laughs> I'll fix so, it. All right. I'll fix it. Let's end this. There's right. no there's no emails. We're still no, jammed we, up. Too many people are writing in. Too many people. Slow down people. We've crashed I, Gmail. <laughs> you've crashed the City Boomco server. All right. And uh and next week I'm picking a movie. Should we should you whoa, next what's week. the movie next, next week? Tim? I'm picking a movie. What is it? What is it? What is it? Well, George. Yep. I'm super excited. Number one, it's only an hour and 11 minutes long. Oh, it's, that's long. That's shorter than this episode. <laughs> it's from 1976, filmed on some stock film. Looks like it sat in the basement for a while. I cannot find a Wikipedia page for this movie. Oh, this is a good sign. <laughs> I can find the director. He made two where, other movies. Where can someone find this movie if not on Wikipedia? It's on Tubi. On and Tubi. it's called... Crypt of Dark Secrets. Oh, goodness. It's a snake cult in Louisiana. Oh! You've seen this? No, I'm just oh. excited we're doing another snake cult. And I, 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 I scrubbed through it just a little bit. I want to make sure it wasn't a nudie cutie, but there is a naked dancing woman, just like in our yes. snake cult movie we just saw. Is she blue and English? No. Guess we'll have to it's wait till Louisiana. next week to Louisiana man. What? English people can't go to Louisiana? They can't. It's not allowed. No, they can't actually. Yeah, they remember. show up with their kilt. And some guys right up say, ooh, look mighty pretty in that little dress. They flip the kilt up and a hand grenade falls out and blows them to hell. Yeah, that's what happens. Of course, that's Scottish, but, you know, whatever. 
<laughs> the Crypt of Dark Secrets on Tubi. You can't. I couldn't Burpin. find a Wikipedia page. Wow. But it's on Tubi. And uh, that sounds great to me. And we've talked too long. Love us and like us. Instagram, uh, SETI underscore Bimco. You can hear us on every place that you hear podcasts. That's all I have to say. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Love us. so that's that. Talk too long. It's Happy New Year. Jesus Beardo Christ. This is too Jesus Beardo Christ, indeed. Let's end this thing. Okay. All right. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party Line. It's a party line. There's the Wallaby cults. They, they steal not, one Wallabies of your... Wallabies, not in England, but who <laughs> yes, cares? They are. They are no, they're, they're Australian. They're marsupials, you fuck. <laughs> There's tiny Wallabies. I looked it up. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, why not? Because everybody <laughs> knows the smaller an animal is, it could be anywhere. That's why there is the Nottingham Elephant Society in this, too. Because yes. they're very small elephants. They're only six inches tall. They live and, in like, wouldn't you know it? They kill them with crumpets. <laughs> they kill it's these insane. elephants with crumpets? Yeah, so they cool. just fucking... It's very mean. They're like, I hope you never forget this, you fucking elephant. And they pelt them with rock-hard crumpets until they suffocate. (laughs) Weird movie.